Torrential. You may hear the rain in the background. When does too much information turn toxic? Too many questions with few answers. Who should I rely on for health information? DOH, WHO, Philstar, or QE, or Joe Mike and Eric? Do I trust CNN Philippines or my online community? Uncertainty is uncomfortable for, uncomfortable for most of us. When things are not right, we naturally seek out information to resolve the imbalance. Often our quest for more moves us further away from possible answers or solutions. So much information we consume on average, 100,000 words per day, the research says. Though there's so little time, isn't there? I smiled when I read this piece of research the other day. People are calmer and less agitated when they know they are going to receive an electric shock than when they know there is a 50% chance they might receive an electric shock. That's fairly shocking. Sorry, that was a dad joke. Not knowing spooks us all. In my own case, our stove hot plates seem to be perpetually on, even when the switch is off, which as now I come to think of it, may explain our regularly high Morelco bill. My wife has slippers glued to her feet, mitigating the risk of shock. Me, sand slippers, barefoot, forgetting, always gets a shock when I put the kettle on and there's a few drops of water on the side. Now with the knowledge of an unwelcome shock, I mostly have learnt my lesson. A further piece of research, there's at least three, pieces, three types of uncertainty. Probability, ambiguity and complexity. Management of uncertainty can take a few forms. Making sense of the information and or mitigate the manifestation of it, anxiety and stress. Unfortunately, two words we all hear far too much of late, usually in the one sentence. Feeling uncertain is not normal. In the new normal, even more so. So to further our conversation around coping or more positively managing anxieties and stress, again keeping those words in one sentence, caused by information overload, I stumbled across a chart which appears within this paper. If any of you would like me to devote a TBS on webinar on this topic, do let me know. I like the bottom right box within the grid, escape. As Jim Heskett, a Harvard Britain School professor and friend of our TBS program once said to me, please don't attempt to boil the ocean, it will never end well. My dearest mum doesn't know Jim, though I wish she did. You see, she worries incessantly to the point it adversely affects her men mentally and physiologically, which sometimes morphs into conspiracy theories. She worries about many things that she absolutely has no control over. Not every waking hour, though a lot. Paradoxically, she has the ability to escape, release the pressure naturally without medication. Her way, at 90, she devours books. Her Kindle is always on. Me, my escape mechanism lately, watching movie blooper reels on YouTube or listening to Bludging on the Blind Side, a funny weekly podcast during my daily walks. So that's it for now. In coming weeks, a few thought pieces coming your way. Jeepers Creepers, which is about eye strain. Grazing, my greatest hits, books, podcasts, magazines, magazines that I'm reading at the moment. And Looking for an Ear, which is about responding uh, in these times of distress and listening. Bye for now.